The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Inside Out with your host, Beth Green. This is James Maynard, your co-host. Today's topic, Celebrate with Meaning, How to Honor Events and People that Matter to Us. We all know how to celebrate, dinner, flowers, a party, or gift, but are these traditions always geared to the person or occasion? Or are we just doing what's expected, like, I've always given my son a Christmas gift, or trying to look caring by doing the right thing as the other parents are going all out for their daughter's wedding? On today's show, we're going to talk about celebration. We'll laugh at some of the things we've done for the wrong reasons. Then we'll look at some people or occasions we want to recognize and do it consciously. We'll tap into the spirit of the event or person, then uncover the most meaningful way to celebrate them. We need your participation. Who or what do you want to honor? Email or call in so you can help us tune into their spirit and explore the best way to celebrate them. We'll be joined by Madame Mazurka and The Guru two of Beth's personas, who will help create more meaningful celebrations that truly honor the spirit of what matters to us. And now, here's Beth from the Inside Out. Hi there. Welcome to Inside Out. Well, today's program is kind of interesting because I have never thought about the subject of celebration. In fact, I don't know where this idea came from. that we should do a show on this. But, you know, I'm a channel. What can I say? I'm an intuitive and things come to me. Well, this came to me, so I figured there must be something important that we should talk about here. But I have not given any thought to this, and every time I've tried to think about it, I got blocked. Now, I'm going to tell you one of the reasons that I think that is the case. I think that I like to celebrate just about everything the same way. Eating. Now, why would I pick eating as a way, of, as a way to celebrate? Isn't that the but, American way of life? <laughs> well, and maybe it's international. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I'm glad that Madame Mazurka and the Guru claim that they're going to be on the show today because I really don't know what we're going to talk about. But, uh, okay, so what is it about eating? Well, first of all, we can afford it. Supposing I said, oh, James, it's our anniversary. Uh, uh, let's take a trip to the Magic Isles wherever that they are, um, to celebrate. Well, first of all, as most of you know, I'm disabled. I, I couldn't go to the, the Magic Isles anyway. But who could afford it, right? But what we could afford is to go out to dinner or maybe in our case to go out to lunch. That seems to be more of our style right now. And, and, and remember the time on Valentine's Day, the first time uh, we had a Valentine's together? I brought you a box of chocolates and you don't eat sugar. Yes, I know. That was that was quite a celebration. <laughs> I really, really appreciated that, James. I, I should have known. The, the what ungift. Was coming. The, the, un- gift that, the gift that wasn't. <laughs> I think I gave them back to you, actually. Uh, I was, couldn't it even be- that, was it Hallmark who made up the, the, the saying that it's the thought that counts? 
I mean, the thought was there, but then well, I got to keep the chocolates for myself. <laughs> you, you, you know, if Hallmark made that up, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised because they want you to have a thought, but it has to be on one of their cards. <laughs> it's not enough for you to just think I love you. You have to have it written down. Anyway, so let's get back to this. I love what you're saying. I want to get back to the issue of eating. So that's a way of celebrating that we can afford. But I have another suspicion about uh, the eating thing, which is that most of us like t- to eat and really enjoy binging. Now, you talked about my birthday and uh, chocolates, and that's a very good example. You know, I think you even said, well, I didn't think you ate sugar most of the time, but after all, it's, oh, it was uh, your Valentine's Day. It was on your Valentine's Day. So, right. Like, it being Valentine's Day is a reason for me to go off my food plan and make myself sick. But I think I do that in a not quite so dramatic way when I celebrate I go out, let's say we go to a restaurant or something, and I eat more than I should, or I eat food that I, that's just kind of a little bit iffy or quite a bit iffy, and the excuse is, I'm celebrating. So I'm beginning to think that when we celebrate so many of the times, we're not connecting at all to what it is that we're celebrating. We are just using it as, as an excuse to indulge ourselves. And what do you think of that, James? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've done a lot of work with people who tried to trace back uh, their overweightness. And uh, almost always, it was a matter of uh, parents wanting to show their love and appreciation, either by uh, feasting and holidays or giving candy treats. And, and we began to associate uh, sweet foods with uh, love. Absolutely. Uh, that's right. But w- what I'm saying is that we look for excuses to indulge ourselves, and we call them celebrations. I guess you called on me because I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do too. You know, I mean, I, again, you know, all of us have our little things, and um, I might not allow myself to eat tons and tons of food or eat sugar or anything like that, but I will see myself going slightly off my food plan, and I'm, I look forward to these events, and you know, the thing that I ignore is that my stomach hurts, or I don't feel well, or I know that this isn't good for me, but after all, we're celebrating, right? So, I bet you that there's a lot of people out there who f- use celebration not as a way to truly celebrate the thing, but as, as a, an excuse for self-indulgence. And, and when I did have one thought, I said I haven't thought about this at all. Well, I, I haven't thought about this at all, but when I wrote the, uh, up the show description and the show was coming to me, th- that was one of the things that came to me, that we're not really celebrating. And that what we need to be doing is really connecting to the thing that we're celebrating. And you know the word celebrate has a separate meaning, but connected. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm celebrating our anniversary, I'm celebrating the end of the war, I'm celebrating all that. But there's another meaning to celebration, which is this is a celebrated offer. I mean, did I say offer? I meant author. And it is, the meaning is that this person is held in esteem and is talked about in a very positive way. So this is a celebrated 
person. And so what we're really doing is we're honoring. And that was the when I realized that the real issue here is how do we honor the very thing that we're pretending to be celebrating? You know, it's interesting. Uh, when I think back on Easter, we're coming up on Easter very soon here in the month of April. Uh, what's been most meaningful for me uh, is to celebrate my daughter and the children in her life with the Easter egg hunt when she was young. Mm. Uh, and that was more meaningful to me than uh, celebrating uh, what happened 2,000 plus years ago when uh, <laughs> there was the crucifixion and the resurrection and all of that stuff. Even though when I've gone to church for those occasions, I would solemnly you know, nod my head and think, yeah, that was very important, etc., etc. But somehow the Easter egg hunt Celebrating the persons who were right there in my life uh, was very meaningful. And one of the times uh, I actually taught my daughter and her little friend uh, how to use uh, dowsing rods to find where the Easter eggs were hidden in the, around the house, in the yard, outside, outside of the house. And they had a ball discovering that the, 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 using the, the dowsing rods helped them zero in on where the eggs were. So that was that was a hoot. Oh, that is fun. That is fun. I'm I'm going to ask you this though, James. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering, and I'm not saying no. I'm just wondering: Were you celebrating your daughter? I thought so. <laughs> well, maybe you were. I mean, you may very well may have in that case because you were celebrating her existence in your life. You were uh, celebrating the warm feelings you had towards her, that you were celebrating the relationship you had to her, that that is possible. Yeah, and I wanted to bring her joy at a time when uh, people annually uh, have those Easter egg hunts for their uh, young children. Yeah, well, that's kind of nice. So you're, you were getting close to it mm-hmm. when you did that kind of celebration. Yeah. Whereas when you put the uh, champagne in the orange juice for Christmas... Uh, <laughs> That wasn't any way of celebrating anything. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I mean, I think celebration also, this kind of reminds me of how celebration can be an excuse for rebelling against something that you really resent. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. oh, well, I mean, I remember a friend of, uh, of mine who uh, started to eat on a very strict food plan uh, in order to help him to stabilize emotionally and mentally. And uh, then it was Thanksgiving, and of course he had to celebrate by eating all the wrong things, and that was the end. Uh, But in that case, it wasn't just an excuse to indulge. But just in this moment, I'm wondering, hmm, I wonder if that was also an excuse for rebellion against something that, I typically force myself to accept, but uh, I don't really like it. Or, like you've said before, an excuse to feast and uh, pig out, as it were, to eat in excess because it's the accepted thing at Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's to really feast. Well, and it isn't only just then. I mean, Passover, of course, if you're Jewish, but um, really anything... Uh, it can be an excuse to spend money that we can't afford, you know, to do all the things that are really negative. Uh, for example, oh, um, we're celebrating our wedding anniversary, so I have to buy my wife this gorgeous ring that she's been asking for that we really can't afford. Or right. we're going to celebrate by 
uh, going on a vacation we can't afford, or uh, my uh, my son is graduating high school and we have to celebrate by giving him a car that he, we can't afford, and so on and so on. So you know what I think might be fun is, of course, I'd love to invite some callers to call in on the show and talk about the foolish things that you do around celebrating and also to bring up something that you really want to celebrate. And let's see if uh, the Guru or Madame Mazurka or we can get together and see what is the appropriate way to celebrate that. But in the meantime, uh, James, I'd like it. I think it would be fun for you to write down on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. uh, some things that are coming up that we might want to celebrate and oh, like my birthday, for example. Like your birthday, for example. <laughs> and I mean, every other day we're celebrating these days because things have been so bad and things are getting better. So now we're <laughs> celebrating. But every every milestone, we're selling a house, we're buying a house. So when every little milestone we're celebrating, oh my God, they took off the contingencies. Oh my God, they did this. Oh, they accepted the repair list. Oh my God, I've been pre-approved for the loan. Oh my God, they accepted our offer. And everything becomes an excuse to celebrate and we know what that means. So let's write down a list of really interesting, uh, you know, of, of things that that we might want to celebrate. And then let's see if we can't cook up something other than eating or spending a lot of money as a way of honoring the spirit of the thing. So we're going to have to go into like a, uh, a trance state. I'm joking, by the way. Um, but we're going to have a seance with the thing, the spirit of the thing that we're celebrating and see what we're going to come up with. Now, I'm not committing that we are therefore necessarily going to celebrate that way, but I think it would be a fun thing to try. What do you think? James? I think that'd be great. I think oh, that'd be good. a great thing. All right. I'm, so I'm already starting to write some things so, down. Oh, good, good. We're putting you on, so on the hook here. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I think I'd like to see if the guru is around. Hello, guru. Hello, Beth. Are you here? Well, I am partially here and partially not here. Well, uh, guru, by the way, for those of you who don't know it, uh, if you think that the guru sounds a lot like me, it's because it's me. I bet it isn't me. I open my mouth and the guru comes out. And we have another character, Madame Mazurka, who may or may not show up today. So um, anyway, I never know what the guru is going to say or Madame Mazurka. So guru, uh, what do you mean you're only half here? You're here, you're half here. So this is not the kind of topic that I think is on the level of the guru. I do not spend <laughs> my, my energy or my thoughts, uh, my brain cells on such topics as foolery, as how are we going to uh, celebrate. But if you ask me, of course, to connect to the spirit of a thing that I could probably help you out with. And also, um, when you have to understand that in my day, what we did was rituals, and the rituals did not always have to do with eating. We could celebrate something with the movement of it, with the chants, with that honoring to the gods. You know, there are people who give to the gods the food. Um, for example, when you have your Thanksgiving, you stuff your faces. But when we were going to give Thanksgiving uh, in other eras of people, mm, the people would give uh, 
wonderful things to the gods that the gods should eat, not for themselves. So I actually think you're probably quite correct that much of this tomfoolery has to do with wanting to consume. But um, I, I will help you if you really insist. Well, that's very encouraging. Uh, that makes me feel much better. Doesn't it make you feel better? Uh, it's like we have a foolish topic and the <laughs> is going to help us out here. Yeah, as if giving food to the gods was uh, any less foolish. <laughs> well, now, I, that's right. Now, wouldn't you like to say that giving food to the gods, I mean, look at that, burying all that gold. Look at the pharaohs in Egypt. Oh, yeah. Bury all that, those treasures with them. Exactly. Now, how ridiculous was that? Or how about, how about sacrificing people to the gods? Yeah, you tell the gurus. James, stand now, yeah, up let's, to the let's, guru. let's, uh, let's ask the sacrificial victims how they felt about uh, making the gods happy by being uh, killed on the altar. <laughs> so do you want to say something specifically to the guru about this before we go to commercial? Oh, not really. This is just my commentary. I love it, uh, James. Get <laughs> Okay, okay uh, so guru, uh, what's so special about giving food to the gods? I mean, the gods don't even have physical bodies to eat the food. Well, of course. I mean, this is all <laughs> foolishness. This is all meaningless evil. But I was trying, to, I wanted to uh, make you understand that uh, so much of your society is about consumption, 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 that even when you're trying to honor somebody else, you're busy consuming yourself. You say, oh, I am going to make party, uh, what they call wedding for my daughter, for her marriage, but uh, it, you're actually going to have party, you're going to overeat, you're going to drink, and you're maybe going to have band, and everybody comes, and they are stuffing themselves. And so I am just pointing out, this is very consumption society, and this is uh, not to say that others were not, so there you are. You, you have a point there, I must say. But I'm making another point. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Guru. Uh, we're very happy to have you on the show. And uh, right now, we're going to get ready for a commercial great break. But those of you who have the time and the phone who can call in, uh, call us and tell us what you would like to celebrate. And let's see if you can't add some to the mix and if not we're going to if nobody calls first we're going to take a look at James list and also we'd love to hear other people admitting that they use celebration as an excuse for self-indulgence but right now we're going to commercial break and don't go away the voice america seventh wave channel Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, BethGreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. 
But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training, and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Hi there. Welcome back. So, I hope that some of you have been busily thinking about things that you want to celebrate or have been laughing at yourself about some of the ways that you have celebrated. So I know that you're out there, but some of you are a little shy about calling or emailing. So in the meantime, we have James with his list. James, would you like to start? By the way, we have not conferred on this. So this is going to be a, a surprise to me as well. And let's see what pops up from me, from Madame Mazurka, if she comes, or from the guru, if he stays. Yes. I'd like to ask the guru, uh, on my first one on my list, uh, how best to uh, tune into the spirit of this kind of celebration. And that would be uh, getting the keys to our new home. Hmm. Hmm. We, by the way, I'd like to say that we hope to be having that celebration in about two and a half weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to have a real stable home. Very good. Well, mm, James. Yes. The, there are two ways to look at this. The one is that uh, it is the spirit of the home. And I believe you have already given a name to this home. Yes. And the other is the spirit of the experience Mm. that you are hoping that you are going to have in this new home. Ah. So the first thing that you do do a proper celebration is to um, ask yourself what you are celebrating. Is Is connected with what you are talking about. Um, when you were talking about the, the Easter, the Easter egg hunt that was um, was not really uh, about Easter at all. So, um, what? So, I would ask to right now to ask yourself, which is it that you really want to celebrate? Uh, the experience uh, to be having in the new home, I'd say. Ah, uh, so this is more honest. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it sounds like that would apply to any uh, new uh, experience of something. Like I just recently got a new laptop, so that's a whole new uh, tool that I can uh, celebrate the experience of. And so now, uh, the, uh, James, I yeah. uh, 
I would like you to be looking at the question of um, how to celebrate that experience. So the uh, very, very first thing is to connect to that experience, what you're imagining mm-hmm. you're going to mm-hmm. be experiencing. And, mm-hmm. and so look, go inside. And everybody else who is uh, listening to this program, mm. I want you to take the first uh, thing from your list and ask yourself, um, are you really uh, celebrating it or are you really uh, celebrating the experience um, that you are anticipating having with this? And so, and the, um, as you were with your daughter, you, when Beth asked you, you're not really celebrating your daughter, you're ex- um, uh, celebrating the experience of having a daughter. And yes. so, uh, so then this is what you should do. And uh, so everybody connect to yours uh, while James is connecting to his. And go ahead, James, take a moment. Oh, yeah, I think I have something. Okay, James, would you like to share that? Yes. <clears throat> With a new laptop, uh, uh, what I've already started to experience is just a, a widening of uh, the, my horizons of experience, watching videos, movies uh, in, in HD, uh, high definition, and uh, the, the sounds, uh, last night watching something on Netflix, um, uh, it's it just uh, broadening my horizons. I feel a sense of expansion and uh, new possibilities that were not there before with audio and visual and, and uh, communication. Well, can we get to the laptop in a minute? Because the first thing you brought up was the keys to the new house. Oh, right. Oh, I see. Okay. So you were supposed to go inside and Regarding connect to that. F- yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, everybody, okay. how are you doing with this? I hope you guys out there are <laughs> tuning in to the spirit of whatever it is that you're thinking you're experiencing. Uh, for instance, uh, if you're celebrating a, a child's graduation or your own graduation or a promotion or a birthday or whatever it is, uh, Let's see if you can connect to the spirit of the experience of what that means for you. So, James, why don't you try that one again and see what you come up with? Okay. Well, what I get regarding the house is feeling uh, the spirit of peace. Uh, uh, The house is surrounded by trees, so there's the sense of nature uh, bringing a peaceful feeling, and I'm having a peaceful feeling in that setting. So this is good. This is much better because now you're talking about the right thing anyway. And uh, the other people, I hope you're doing the same thing. So uh, James, the James has said that um, he wants uh, to, uh, he he imagines, he hopes, he projects, uh, mm, he sees himself being at in the peace. So to celebrate the receiving of the keys to the new home. Uh, that would uh, indicate that you would not go to a bar and uh, do uh, the raucous dancing or the, um, to go to Disneyland. Uh, those would not be the right way to celebrate that. So ask yourself, James, for you, what would it look like to celebrate um, peace? Well, regarding the house, I would go uh, into the house 
I would probably go up uh, to the loft, which overlooks the living room with a massive fireplace and, and vast windows looking out on the, uh, the trees. And uh, I would meditate, and I would just go deep into that sense of uh, how peaceful it feels there and feeling nurtured by the chi energy that's there. So that seems to be appropriate uh, uh, way. Uh, as guru, uh, is this a correct way for you to celebrate the getting of the keys? Yeah, is that a correct way for me to celebrate the getting of the keys? No. No. That okay. seems to be a very appropriate way and is very <laughs> nice. So as guru, why this why is, is that? not? Why is this not? <laughs> <laughs> An appropriate way to celebrate getting the keys. Boy, I want to know. That sounded good to me. You could have fooled me. Uh, well, well, is not that this is bad. This is better than going out and eating. But <laughs> um, there is better. There is better way. Even more uh, uh, better. How about, how about celebrating I, with, with, with my wife, uh, Beth, uh, in a way that we're going to be sharing our life together in this home. And so we do a ritual together of, of thankfulness and celebration of having this new home to live in. Now, would you ask me if this is correct? Is this correct? Oh, yes. So what was uh, missing, what was missing, James, mm. when, you, when you were looking at this, that you you were, uh, thought your belief is what you're experiencing was not correct. That mm-hmm. it is, I mean, it was not totally accurate. So, mm-hmm. for example, you're looking at peace as some abstract mental process. But mm-hmm. what you really meant is, is the peace in the family life. Mm-hmm. And you immediately cut out the family. Mm-hmm. So, if you're, it would be like you are celebrating your daughter in the, the Easter egg hunt, which was, of course, many years ago. But you did it by going out bowling with your friends. Mm, this right. would not seem like the correct kind of celebration, <laughs> would it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, so we see that um, this is very interesting because actually this program is getting more interesting to me. I'm glad that I was invited because what I'm seeing here is that uh, Beth was earlier, she was talking about the excuse to indulge. Mm, this is very good because there is many ways of indulging. One is to buy things you can't afford. One is to eat things you should not. <laughs> and the other is to slip into uh, behaviors that, are, that you are supposed to be outgrowing. Um, and uh, if a um, that you may have a particular attachment to, so for example, you may have an attachment uh, to going into yourself and separating. And not to say I'm not saying meditation is not a good thing or that is not sometimes a good thing, but in this case, it was a habitual thing for you to go and separate and take yourself into some whatever you fantasize some higher dimension, uh, and that this is not uh, this was not really an honoring of the home which is for your family. So this is very good example. Ooh, very good, James. <laughs> Thank you for uh, putting your foot in your mouth so that we could uh, have this. <laughs> I noticed that no one is calling in to expose themselves, so let's go oh. on. Okay. Uh, we'll hear about it later, I'm sure. We always do. We get emails from people later and say, oh, you know, uh, 
uh, I was thinking about this, or I was thinking, you know, I didn't talk, or I listened to it later. But go ahead, James. So you get another one. Okay, another one uh, I would ask the guru about is uh, I like the idea of being able to celebrate each new day that I'm alive and has uh, new possibilities. Like that song, I want to celebrate another day of living. So, in tuning to the spirit, it seems like each new day has a new energy. Uh, so, would this mean just kind of tuning into what's up for today? Uh, what is there to celebrate uh, in this new morning? Uh, I would like to ask your guidance on what you would suggest. Well, every day has an energy and is very particular, that energy. And um, you, the human mind, it never wants to celebrate the energy of the day. It always wants to celebrate the energy of what we want to happen that day. And so that is very a good question because you cannot celebrate the day if you have insistence that you that the day look a particular way it is like saying i celebrate my child but i want her to be a different color mm-hmm. that's a very good point guru but i see that we have a a fearless uh caller and so let us invite helen uh to come on with us Welcome, Helen, to Inside Out. Hi. <laughs> I don't even know what I should be. I mean, I have so many things to celebrate, but for some reason, two things come to my mind. One is saying goodbye to Streamhaven, and another one is turning 65 in August. And I'm not sure which one... I think it's the turning 65. Okay. Feels like, you know, if we had to pick one, that's the one that's coming to me. Well, that's right? what I thought. Okay, that's probably why. Well, um, do you think it, we can try to bring in Madame Mazurka? Sometimes Madame Mazurka, is, it's hard for her to come on when the guru has been here. They kind of have int- they kind of overlap or something. But let me see if uh, I, I can conjure up Madame Mazurka. Hello, darlings. It's wonderful to be with you today. Oh, thank you for coming, Madam Mazurka. Uh, then it is something about age. You know, this is something that is much more in my bailiwick than the guru, who doesn't pay attention to such matters. Yes. So, so darling, I would like, but I'm not against what he has said. I'm very much in favor of it, but I think that now we get to be the girls, you know. Yes. So, so... Um, um, I want uh, you to take a look inside your heart, and what is the 65 meaning to you? Well, it's a number of things. One thing I'm very excited about is getting Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> this is very practical, darling. Uh, this very is, practical. Uh, we live I'm, on, I'm really serious. I'm very excited about of that. Of course um, you are, and so you should be. I think that another thing, it, two other things that it represents, one is that the the age of youth and beauty is definitely over <laughs> and this is not a bad thing i mean I, I but it's somehow making peace with the aging process and celebrating that there are good things about it and another thing is something along those same lines of you know not caring so much about the things that we care about in our first 65 years, but being clearer and more detached and more at peace. 
Well, what I am picking up from you, Helen, is that it is the latter, absolutely. That um, that it because what is coming to me is uh, is I don't give a damn. Right. And you are going to. So what I would like you to do right now is to um, stand up or sit down or whatever. And uh, do a make some sounds or say some expression. Uh, you could be doing movement, but we won't be able to see you. And uh, is the uh, the uh, I don't give a damn expression. Well, first I want to say I don't give a damn. <laughs> I and don't what? give a damn. <laughs> and I'm doing movements that you can't see along uh, with it. Oh. Is there anyone else in the audience who was feeling similar? You could be 65, you could be finally 25, you could be 105. And so, so to the I don't give a damn, and I want you to say in a, f- a few words, um, I don't give a damn about this or that or keep going. I don't give a damn about my daughter's problems. I don't give a damn about my son's problems. I don't give a damn about my husband's moods. I don't give a damn about all the people that depend on me for one thing or another. I'm not going to worry about them anymore. Um, I don't give a damn. (laughs) I don't know. If I make money, if I don't make money, um, I don't know. I don't give a damn if the world blows itself up. Ah, This is wonderful. This is wonderful. So, um, but, um, so what we are going to conclude is because we are going to go to the station break. And, uh, but first I want you to say what you do give a damn about. Well, I give a damn about consciousness and peace of mind and learning and growing, becoming more compassionate. It's so funny. <laughs> I give a damn about being compassionate, but I, but that's not really contradictory to not giving a damn. I think it's, I can have more compassion if I don't give a damn. This is so correct. This is so correct. So, darling, I'd like you to stay on because we have to go to station break and we're almost finished, but we're not quite. So this is delicious and we'd like uh, to Kevin that you take us away to the commercial and don't go away because you're listening to Inside Out. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, BethGreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training, and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. 
The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Hi, welcome back to Inside (laughs) Out. Well, I would like to say, this is Madam Azurka, I want to say something too, that there's a difference because between the giving a damn and the not giving a damn of the subject of the topic. But uh, you're giving a damn, James, about something that is real for you, and this is something that, as Helen is saying, you're going to have to get rid of this upset uh, because you can't uh, change. But the not give a damn is that she's talking about is talking about things that um, are making uh, uh, noise about nothing. And so this is to give a damn about things that are not your business. So as you age, of course, you have to keep giving a damn about what is your business. It's to see more and more how little uh, things are your business and how much you take them on. So this is what I want to say, and this is Madam Mazurka. And thank you very much, Helen, for the being on the phone. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. So now we have uh, Erica is called uh, from uh, San Diego. Well, yeah. Uh, I think we can celebrate this radio show by not eating over it. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, we just finished the show. I think I should go binge. (laughs) Thank you. I love it. But, uh, oh, gosh, I think that's the way we were all raised. I was raised that way. Let's let's eat. Let's celebrate. Um, And, of course, let's not not eat too much that's good for us. Oh, certainly not. Then it's not a celebration. But I would like to um, ask about celebration of my whole new life. You know, I'm I'm a cancer survivor. I'm getting my energy back, which is a wonderful thing to celebrate. (laughs) I have just moved, and I have a, a, a beautiful place to live in and fabulous people to live with. So I have so much to celebrate, and... We do include cooking almost daily as a way of just enjoying our time together and eating together. Yes. But I'm wondering if there's, if there's more. I also have a birthday coming up in August, so there's just so much positive. And you know, how do we keep it out of the realm of food? Hmm. So, darling, you do the same thing. So, this is, uh, it seems like all of these things, they are... They are uh, very connected, so don't you think? So the uh, the happiness, uh, the the birthday, the birth, the new birth, the new life, uh, the new home is all so much. So what is the, are you wanting to celebrate the thing itself or the experience? Do you want to honor all the things that are coming to you or the experience that you're having? Wow. Uh, it- isn't it hard to distinguish sometimes? You think the, I, I can say, oh, the experience is connected to the thing, but it really is the experience. Yes, yeah, so I think this, this is true for you too, that um, you want, 
what you see, for example, you let's say you have the roommates, and the roommate is the people that that you're living with, right? And you can't say, I want to ex- I want to celebrate the experience of living with these people, which is joyful, and we're going to celebrate this by planting some beautiful flowers uh, in the window planter uh, to uh, to give. Uh, honor to the home that they are providing for me or to something like that, you see. But if you are saying, I want to celebrate these people um, who have given me the home, not the experience of having that home, then you look at them and you say, what honors these people? This is, this is two people. Um, and uh, how can I honor them for what they give to me? Yes. So which is it that you think in this case is the right uh, kind of celebration? Oh, my gosh. I think this just makes me dizzy. So <laughs> I don't know why, why I'm just getting this energy surge. But I, I feel celebratory of the opportunity as well as, as well as honoring the people that I live with, honoring... Well, Madam Mazurka has the answer for you. Do you? Okay. This is, I think, in this case, is that the higher level is to honor the people. Yeah. Because the people have created the opportunity, the the people are also creating the home. So you say, okay, this is, uh, there's two people. There are two people, I live with. Okay. So there's two people, each one you ask myself. You see, this is very different. I was not, it's not so surprising, really, that you are uh, dizzy from this because the human beings, they do not celebrate this way. They're not even thinking. So, that, um, so you say the per- one person, or what is her essence? What is her nature? How can I celebrate that? For example, I could write a poem about her. This would be a celebration of her, you see. And if, or if, um, if it's a man, it could uh, also, it could be um, something you create with your hands that you give to him that connects to him. Something, this could be meaningful to him. You see something um, in a store and you say, oh, this reminds me of this person. This has the qualities of this person. So, for example, um, there was a statue that, uh, that Beth bought. It was called Fortitude. Very powerful. St- uh, emphasis of this, um, what do they call it? Big horned sheep. And it's because Fortitude is what has gotten Beth through life. And um, so when she got this, this was celebration of herself but also celebration of the energy that um, has created her. It's almost like it is the essence of what has given birth to this human being who has lived this life. So when you think, when you start thinking really about celebrating uh, the people, you really connect to what is it that you want to honor about them? What makes them so incredibly special? That is such a wonderful way to focus because the other is so nebulous and it's not, it's so impersonal. Oh, let's just go eat. You know, it has no meaning whatsoever, but 
to really focus on the person and really connect to something that would match their energy or express my impression of of who they are. That's so much more personal. This is very true. This is very good. You see, this program that uh, the guru and I cooked up uh, with Beth uh, to surprise her, this is uh, to add meaning. Um, what was the name of this, James? What did we call this? Uh, yes. Uh, s- s- welcome, let's see, to uh, celebrate <laughs> with meaning how to honor events and people that matter to us. Ah, so celebrate with meaning how to honor people and events that matter to us. So you think what we're doing, you see, is that we are beginning to delve on deeper level into the meaning of our lives, the meaning of every day. Each day has its own many, many meanings. So people are talking always about, oh, what is the meaning of life? And they're looking for something so big, so, I don't know, so grandiose, you know. So let's say it's so many little things that we we ignore their meaning because we don't honor them. We're not even thinking about them. So we're not only celebrating better the person or the experience, but we are increasing the meaningfulness of our own lives by recognizing everything that is there. You know, there is like uh, when you do go to eat and you bless your food, if you're doing it by rote, you're doing nothing. It's all the ritual, right? But if you're really connecting to that, then you see... Oh, yes. This food, what is it doing for me today? Well, sometimes it could be that it is sustaining my life. Well, of course, always it is sustaining my life. But sometimes we're very aware of that. This is giving me the chi energy or it's giving me some physical energy or whatever. Uh, Sometimes it is the pleasure of the taste that... It's a celebration of the body and the physicality and what you actually enjoy because, you know, believe me, after you're dead, you don't have this anymore. (laughs) And um, as you know, everybody knows Madame Mazurka has been dead a long time. So, uh, you know, that when when you actually take that moment to celebrate the food that you're about to eat, you're honoring. And if it is a meat product, for example, or even a vegetable, you are celebrating the life that has been given to you that is being transformed into your energy. It is the transformation, transmutation, I think, from the one form of the energy to another, from the beef to the human beings are walking around, uh, speaking. And then when you actually are giving true honor to the food that you eat, which is so interesting because we are talking about how we eat binge also, but this is so different, uh, that when what we are doing is we are um, having to bring our attention to what are we doing with this? You know, am I using this properly? Is this food or uh, these uh, these vegetables or these animals or this fruit or these grains or that all of this, you know, that, that, that are being consumed by me that in, in essence are being sacrificed for my sake, that I should do something valuable with my time and my energy <laughs> to 
honor that which has been given to me. Well, I really want to thank you, Madam Mazurka, and thank you so much, Erica, for your excellent call. And uh, Madam Mazurka, you were very, very helpful, and that was very inspiring, a way to uh, to end our show. So, um, uh, James, uh, I'd like you to share with everyone what we're doing next week before I come back and wrap this up. Great. Be glad to. Our next edition of Inside Out will be Ask Madam Mazurka How to Increase Love and Passion at Any Age. That's me again, darling. So I'll That's be back. You. <laughs> Madam Mazurka is on a roll. This dead Transylvanian psychic lady is fresh from her first ever video appearance on the topic of how to increase love and passion at any age, which is now featured on YouTube.com. And she's ready for more. She says, I just scratched the surface of the topic in a recent interview, and I'd like to go deeper. So join us. Ask her why age doesn't matter when it comes to love, passion, and sex. Learn more of her tips for deepening your connection to your partner and yourself. And have more experiences of energetic connection with her, experiences that open you to that spiritual, sexual connection to life. For those who don't know her, of course, Madame Mazurka comes out of best mouth, and she's her own free spirit. She often co-hosts with uh, ourselves, and people often love to hear her on the show. I know we do. So tune into this episode and enjoy her wit and wisdom. Call in your questions live or email during the show or before. And watch her video on YouTube for even more. And now, a final word from Beth. And watch my video, darlings, and next time you'll tell them exactly how to do that. Yes, I will. And thank you. Well, I can just tell everybody right now, if you go to YouTube and ask, search for Madame Mazurka, M-A-D-A-M-M-A-Z-U-R-K-A, you will find this video uh, with Beth and Madame Mazurka. I'm so looking forward to that, and I really appreciate everything that Madame Mazurka brought in. I hope, James, you and I start paying a little bit more attention to the way we celebrate. I know it's very threatening. It threatens our old ways of doing it. Oh, my God, I mean, it's not all about food. But I really appreciate having had this time with you and our wonderful callers and our great listening audience for yes. spending this time together and sharing. And so we'll see you next week. Until then. This is Beth Green from the Inside Out. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Listen for the next edition of Inside Out with Beth Green and James Maynard next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.